Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. Well, in this particular message, I'm going to be speaking from the theme, The Price of Fame. No one ever traveled the road of fame on a free pass. No one. There is a price to be paid. While one should not spend their lives chasing fame, it must be understood that if we follow our vision and if we truly pursue our destiny and accomplish it, it will end in fame. In our text, St. Luke captures a snapshot of Jesus. Jesus, the master teacher, the consummate instructor. Jesus, he catches a picture of him as he exemplifies for us the paying of the price for fame. Not that he sought fame, but because he functioned in the will of God, his Father. Amen. Because he was in the midst of his calling. Because he was fulfilling the vision for him and for us. Yes. It ended in fame. He paid the price. Now we find him in the seaport city of Capernaum. It was a busy fishing village. It, it, it was a place that could be viewed from Nazareth. Nazareth, the hill country. That, that, that presented a view of the Sea of Galilee and the seaport there, known as Capernaum. It was a place that those who were merchants passing through, going to Egypt and uh, throughout the Mediterranean, they would pay their taxes or their duty in Capernaum. It's important that you get all of this. Capernaum, this place that represented his boyhood dream. For this belief that Jesus would, from the perch of the hillsides of Nazareth, he would look down upon that busy city on Galilee, right on the border, a place that was viewed by him, no doubt, many times as a boy, and perhaps like me up there on up the street where we would have our Easter Sunday morning services. And as we would be there, I would think every year of how as a boy I would sit up there on a rock and look out on the ocean and at times I would see a ship going down 
the queen of Bermuda. And I remember as a young boy saying, one day I'm going to ride that ship and I'm going to go to the sky. Because somehow as a boy, I thought the sky came down and touched the ocean. And, 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 and the further you would go that way, eventually you're going to end up in the sky. Duncan stool. That was the place. For me, it was Duncan stool. For Jesus, it was Capernaum. And it's something in the wisdom of God that He gives us inclinations and intimations. We're not in our purpose yet. We haven't begun our ministries yet. We have not. Pursued to the point that we are involved in what God called us to do yet. But somehow there's something, something, something speaking. Something taking root. Something urging. Something, I'm trying to talk to somebody this morning. Something that you can't fully explain. But all you know is that you're fixated on Capernaum. But he lives in Nazareth. He is now grown. He is now qualified to begin ministry. So after 40 days of testing in the wilderness, he comes out with the victory over the devil. And he goes on the Sabbath day to the synagogue. And while he's there, he picks up the book of Isaiah and he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me. To preach the gospel to the poor. And he goes on to read and read from Isaiah's gospel. But really he was telling his own story. He was reading about himself and what he would do. And I'm saying again that there are times when we've got to get out of this regular routine of just being religious. And understand that God has you in the world on purpose. And you're going somewhere. I'll pause again and say, you are going somewhere. Keep your ears open. Keep your eyes fixed. Don't be shocked and surprised where you end up. Because God has his purpose set for your life. And there's nothing more blessed than to get a sense of what you are in the world to do. A sense of it. A sense of it. Somebody, I'm just going to celebrate somebody having a sense. As always, we have three points to this message. Number one, the astonishment. Number two, the authority. And number three, the amazement. Stay tuned. You will be further blessed through this work. So then he does this ministry to the demonic person to the one that is a victim of of demonic control and he does it with power and authority we ain't playing around we need to start opening up our mouths and rebuking spirits and binding spirits instead of worrying about the fact did she wear that dress last week she wore that dress last week uh, 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 you know, why does he always have to be up there? Why, why, why can't somebody else be? I'm, I'm, well, why are we sitting there? Why they got all these tags on? Don't we believe in God? Don't you know that God can take care of anything? Yes, he can. And the Bible says wisdom is justified to our children. Yes, 
Wear your mask when you are within a certain radius of somebody else. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Go in your house. Get Do like me. Get up in the morning. Get up before my wife and go through my whole house. And I, I sanitize the whole house. But what's wrong with you? You're scared. You're scared. No, wise. Not scared. Wise. Huh? Say, astonishment. Now this also will manifest astonishment. The demons are intelligent. Demons. Demons are intelligent. They can think. They can reason. They have memories. Demons still exist. The spirits of principalities, fallen angels that left heaven with Satan himself are still in the world. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching this morning. I know what's going to happen. I know what I'm going to have to go through this week. I know. But somebody got to speak it so somebody bound can get set free. So watch now. So watch now. The spirit speaks. The demons speak. The unclean spirits are going to speak truth in a minute. That astonishes me. That a devil could know more than the saints? The devil could know more than people supposed to be following Jesus? Guess what the devil says. Can I read it? It says, this man that was full of this demonic unclean spirit the spirit says let us alone what have we to do with thee who thou Jesus of Nazareth art thou come to destroy us that means they knew that he had some power more than they had and they that he could take care of business he said, I know, that's what the demon's talking now. He said, I know thee, who thou art. Who is he? The Holy One of God. Uh, Say, demons can speak. And many times they will speak the truth. Amen. They speak it, but can't live it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah. They will have knowledge but can live truth. Amen. You have to understand that demons are real. <laughs> I could tell you some stuff and you say, oh, but pastor lost his <laughs> I, I, I could tell you some stuff. Yeah. 
I could tell you some stuff about what, what my wife and I have seen in my house. I remember periods of fasting when I could see things happening. I'm saying, there's no wind, no windows open. How come the drapes of... Uh, wait, 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 wait. I called my wife in my office last night. You know why? Because I'm ministry, I'm working, I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm digging for hours. I'm digging, and, and, and it's getting later and later, but I'm still digging, I'm still digging, because the more, you, you ever get something in your spirit that says, there's something under there, something under there, there's something, go, 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 keep going, don't stop, don't stop. And then all of a sudden, way over there, Way up high, something falls down. I stopped. Because I know who you are. And I know why you're here. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I will continue. And I will preach this word tomorrow. I will deliver this truth tomorrow. wife came in she sat with me for a while I showed it to her I haven't even put it back in way up high way over there no wind blowing nobody else in the room but me demons right now I say that we must be wise as serpents but harmless as doves. Wisdom is justified. Oh, you want the place? You want it? To see what goes along with it? You want it? When you got to, you can't even close your eyes good for thinking about the saints and the fellowship and the people of God and wonder how they're making out and how they're this and how they, do, do you want to know? But there is something inside of you that when God calls you, you cannot do any less than what he's called you to do. You think I'm preaching about me tonight or today? I'm preaching about you too. You're going to have to get to that place. Now the demons speak back. But then there's a point <laughs> where you're going to have to say, shut up. Oh, there's a time to be polite, yes, yes. diplomatic, yes. poised and in control. But there's a time when you got to get real serious. Amen. Yes. Amen. When the demons start talking, yes. Jesus says, shut up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Verna Lamb translation. No, what did Jesus do? What, 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 look, look what Jesus said. Jesus said, now, now, he said, and Jesus rebuked him. You got that? Jesus rebuked. Are you all reading this word? And Jesus rebuked him, saying, hold thy peace. Now, that sounds so diplomatic and so dignified. 
But you know what? In the final analysis, what Jesus was saying, I gag you. I shut you up. Be silent. You have no right here. Come out of him. And he could do that because he had authority. A lot of us talk about stuff, but don't exercise authority. We go through things, but we don't exercise authority. We take what folks say and do, but we don't exercise authority. Somebody, I'm trying to tell you, just begin to exercise authority over the demons that get in your children, demons that get in your mates, demons that come around your house, demons that want to walk through your premises. Somebody ought to take authority and say, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Get out of here! It's more than just using religious vernacular. It's having authority. Say authority. Astonishment is one thing. But to exercise authority is another thing. Everything that God did in creation, he did by a word. The Hebrew writer said, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Do you understand? Don't worry about Darwin. Darwin's shattered now. The Darwin theory is shattered. Even scientists now are saying that. Okay, so no, 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 no. Why was it now? You have to understand that you and I have been given authority. And some things that we we, we adjust to and we tolerate are things that we ought to evict. We let them stay in the corner over there. They don't bother me. They just stay over there. No, no, no. We need. We don't want them on the premises. There's some things I'm gonna pause right now because some of y'all are looking at me. I, I I can't even see the expressions on your faces. But I tell you one thing. I know the, the Holy Ghost is in your business. He's all up in your house. He's all up in your very situation. Take authority. Act like somebody who's hooked up to power. Well, I trust that you have been inspired and motivated to begin to speak the word of faith and then see what authority in speaking the word of faith will produce. It'll cause people to be amazed. Stay tuned for another broadcast that we will have coming soon with more Concepts for Living. So until then, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.